Hi, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of Caton's Corner here on CTV. As always, I'm your host, Tom Caton. Allow me to officially welcome you into not only a new episode, but the season seven semester finale show. That's right, season seven comes to an end today. It's crazy to see how fast this semester has flown by, but don't worry, I'll be back for season eight of Caton's Corner this upcoming fall. But before we get started today, I want to take a quick moment and congratulate all of our graduating Media Suite seniors. These students include Caitlin, Hannah, Finn, Matt, Alexis, Viana, and Cameron. Thank you all so much for your humble and dedicated service to the Media Suite during your time at Cal U. It will truly be missed, and on behalf of other Media Suite staff and students, we want to wish you the absolute best in your future endeavors. Also, as you depart Cal U, please remember these sage words. Don't forget us or your time here in the Media Suite or at Cal U, or maybe. <laughs> and please try to visit often if you can. Again, congratulations to all of our graduating Media Suite members. So as we film today's show, it's May 4th, and you may recall something special that occurred on this day exactly one year ago today. On this day last year, you may remember that I filmed my quote, farewell show, <laughs> but little did I know I would return to the stage to relaunch my show three months later. It's crazy to see that. It's a little bit of a full circle moment in my eyes. I remember ending the show in tears, thankfully not on camera, but <laughs> on my drive back home after we are done filming. At that time, I really did think my show was over, but fortunately, I got to come back and you still have more shows to come for me for at least another year or 10 years, or I don't know how long I'll be here. But <laughs> not only am I celebrating the season seven finale today, I'm also celebrating the 40th episode of my show. I know 40 doesn't seem like a big number, but as I've been saying all season long, for a CTV studio show to run this long, it's pretty rare to see this kind of occasion. But anyways, I'm very excited to wrap up another season of Kane's Corner, and I'm mentally preparing myself for next season. So aside from all that mushy stuff, we'll introduce a new segment. I'm excited to introduce this. There are lots and lots of signs posted everywhere throughout the world. And while most of them are correct, others may be incorrect. <laughs> You'll see what I'm talking about in this segment I'm calling, What's Wrong With These Signs, Signs. So a few signs to look at that are very wrong. So we'll go ahead and take a look at the first one. If you see someone drowning, LOL, <laughs> call 911. That's not what that means. I know it looks odd, but it's supposed to depict a person drowning in the water, but it doesn't look like that. Whoever designed this needs to be reprimanded. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see the next one. Entrance only, do not enter. I don't know what people, what they mean in this instance. You need to enter, but you can't. I don't know. They need to be reprimanded as well. <laughs> well, we'll see the next one. Long yellow things. <laughs> I know it's absurd to see a sign like this because the grocery store I go to, I get long yellow things for 49 cents a pound. I can't believe that. <laughs> uh, we'll see the next one. Swimming notice, Minnesota law strictly prohibits underwater smoking. Yes. <laughs> I don't think they know that water and fire doesn't really mix very well. I don't know what they were thinking when they were putting this sign up. But we'll see the last one. This is my favorite one. Bonneville Elementary School is celebrating MILF week, <laughs> January 17th through the 20th. Someone understood the assignment, or they may have misunderstood. I don't know. I like it. But uh, I don't know. People think of a lot of weird things when they make those signs. But anyways, we'll jump into our next segment. Let's take a look at this week's hot topics, why don't we? First up, the world's oldest person, Kane Takana, has died at the age of 119. 
believe it or not. Takana, who was born in Japan on January 2nd, 1903, passed away on April 19th. Takana married a rice shop owner at the age of 19, and she worked in that family store until she was 103. I couldn't personally imagine working for 84 years, but <laughs> she did it. Guinness World Records declared Takana as the oldest living person in January 2019, when she was currently at the age of 116 years and 28 days. She's also the second oldest person to ever be recorded behind Jean Calment, who lived to be the age of 122. Takana's family reported that she had been in and out of the hospital with frequent sickness. Takana has survived cancer twice and lived through a multitude of historical events, including two world wars, the 1918 Spanish flu epidemic, and as well as the COVID-19 pandemic. She was also scheduled to carry the torch for the 2020 Tokyo Summer Olympics, but everything was postponed due to COVID. Takana's family is saddened by her death, but they say she certainly lived a long and happy life. Next up, the 74th Annual Met Gala was held just a couple days ago on May 2nd. This event is recognized as the biggest fashion event of the year in New York City. This year's theme for the Met Gala was Gilded Glamour as, star, as a star-studded lineup excuse me, of celebrities walked the red carpet in their absolute finest and possibly most expensive outfits that they own. If you want to check out any of the photos from this year's Met Gala, you can look it up on the internet. Instagram, or just about anywhere else. There are definitely a lot of good outfits out there. Next up, Chris Rock's mother, Rose Rock, has broken her silence in regards to Will Smith slapping her son at the 94th Annual Academy Awards back in March. During an interview, Rock said, quote, when Will slapped Chris, he really slapped me. At the time of the altercation, Rose thought the slap was some kind of comedy bit, but when Will started to swear live on the air and television audio was cut out, she knew it was not a joke and that it was serious. Rose contacted her son immediately after the Oscars and said she was very proud of him for the way he handled the situation. Next up in the news, Elon Musk is making headlines as he reached a deal to buy Twitter for $44 billion. The Tesla Motors CEO, who has a reported net worth of more than $260 billion, does not plan to buy out Twitter for personal reasons, but to make improvements to the social media platform. According to reports and investigations by major media news outlets, everything about Twitter is expected to remain the same, but will simply operate under new management. This deal comes after Musk had lined up $46.5 billion in financing to acquire the company. The deal, which was unanimously approved by the company's board, is, ex is expected to close sometime this year. And lastly, something exciting to report about. Massachusetts Institute technology researchers have found the perfect way to evenly split an Oreo cookie. You heard me right. Researchers at MIT have spent the last six months investigating how to evenly split an Oreo cookie with the famous and delicious cream inside in a perfect and proper manner. Now, there's no way to eat... There's no wrong way to eat Milk's favorite cookie, but Crystal Owens, a PhD candidate who studies mechanical engineering, became interested in how to evenly split an Oreo's cream on one side of a cookie without the cookie breaking or the cream not being evenly spit. Split, excuse me, I can't talk here. <laughs> Owens and her team of engineers even created the Oreometer that perfectly splits the cookie into two equal halves. However, not every split results in an equal distribution of Oreo cream. Uh, in an interview, Owens has said that this situation regarding Oreos has always fascinated her, and with a little bit of science and experimentation, she wanted to put the Oreo to the test. 
Owens has also said that she continues to study the Oreo even further and will stop at no lengths until she comes across that perfect split and distribution. This is definitely a peculiar yet interesting study done at MIT, and Owens has said that using cookies is a great way to get people interested in science. Well, that does conclude this installment of Hot Topics. Be sure you tune back in this fall for more installments. But anyways, I know the show just started, but we're going to take a quick commercial break. Don't go anywhere. You're watching Kate's Corner. I'll see you soon. by popular demand and better than ever is late night dining in the Natalie Student Center. Join us starting Monday, October 18th at the hot spot for evening dining, Natalie Evening Eats, located on the second floor of Natalie next to Umami. Open Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. to 11.30 p.m. and on weekends, 7.30 p.m. to 11.30 p.m., Natalie Evening Eats is a one-stop shop for your favorite menu items. Orders can be placed through our mobile app or at the designated Evening Eats kiosk. We can't wait to see you there. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Season 7 finale. My first guest of the day is making his second appearance on my show via Zoom. The last time this guest made an appearance was back during season one, and that was three years ago, hard to believe. But uh, this guest really needs no introduction. He completed some excellent work in CTV, and he's continuing to produce excellent work now out in Philadelphia. Our very good friend and former CUTV extraordinaire, Devin Garina, caught us up on what he's been doing ever since graduating last year. Without any further hesitation, here is my Zoom interview with Devin. Take a look. Well, my first guest, like I introduced, uh, so excited to have him back. I know he hasn't made an appearance in season one, which is crazy to even think about that. Well, I'll introduce him right now. Everyone, please welcome the incomparable <laughs> Devin Garina. Hi, Devin. What's up? What's up? How are we doing? So good to see you again. Long time no see. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I miss it back there. I miss it. I say we miss you, but we're so excited to see all the work you've been doing, but well, without further hesitation, let's jump into it. Why don't we? So, Devin, just want to take a quick moment and uh, introduce yourself real quick. Uh, my name is Devin Garina. I graduated Cal um, last year. It feels like like four years ago, but it, it was literally just last year. My whole time frame is messed up because of COVID. Um, and I graduated with radio TV uh, communications degree. So um, now I'm interning with the Flyers slash wings mostly flyers because that's basically what the title was for but i also do some philadelphia wing stuff which they did just make playoffs so gonna have to see what we're gonna have to do for that but yeah and and Com comcast um spectacle as a whole so like the whole wells fargo center if they need me to do something um get the like b-roll package or something just for uh the wells fargo center i can go step in and do that too well, I mean, I took care of my next question. <laughs> what do you mean? So, I mean, hey, it all works out, though. But, right. Um, so just want to maybe go in a little bit more detail. It's an internship in Philly mm -hmm. with the Flyers. Do you just want to go into a little bit more detail about what you do exactly? Yeah, so basically for um, Flyers stuff, all this season, it was like we did single ticket, uh, single game ticket commercials. So just like to push the uh, – 
the ticket sales and all that stuff out. So we did a couple commercials like that, like different holiday themes. Then we did theme night videos with Gritty um, as well. So uh, just a bunch of different like commercials and like intro videos of rejoins that get shown up in in-house. So we get to see all our work on the big screen. We work a lot with Game Prez as well which they run the whole show when you're in uh, the Wells Fargo Center. So um, it's fun, fun to do. Sometimes we'll help social out too with a bunch of uh, like new guys coming up. They need a highlight video. We'll make one for them and we'll just be able to do all that stuff too. So it is pretty, um, it's a pretty much a lot of like the social in-game, post-game. That's basically a lot of what we do. And I know because I tried to schedule you for a show last season, but I know your schedule was very hectic at the time. I mean, it can still be hectic at times, but what what does a typical workday look like for you? Because I know you put in a lot of work. Yeah, so I still live in like near Reading in Wilmersdorf. So uh, I drive all the way to Philly every day, which is uh, 80 some miles, like an hour 30, depending on traffic um, there and back. So I get when I get there clock in uh, and then I'll just figure out what I have to do for the day so we use this thing called base camp and my boss will just put something on base camp for me and then I can look at it figure out what to do and then get it completed and if I have nothing to do that day that's when I work on a highlight video or something like spontaneous that I want to give to my boss that hopefully they could use either in game or on Twitter or on Instagram anything like that but during the season it was really packed I had a single game um like pump up video every day for like uh every single game so it was um a lot of work during the season nonstop. just I get to my little cubicle and start plugging away working away uh, we ingest stuff in Avid which is a storage like program and editing software that we use but uh I hop on the After Effects and try to get my effects stuff too as well. So it's cool. And I saw you worked some uh, March Madness games. It had to be very exciting. Me, anyone who knows me, I'm not huge into sports. I, I just go to film them. That's what I do. <laughs> right, right. But uh, what was it like to work those March Madness games? Oh, it was a dream come true. So at first, like I wasn't even like scheduled to do anything for March Madness. So I told my boss, I was like, well, if you guys need me, if like any B-roll request comes up, let me know because I know you guys will probably need it for next year because they do like a little like recap on like every event they held uh, in the Wells Fargo Center like in that past year. So that's why I was like, oh, if you need somebody, I kept pushing it, I kept pushing it. And then he was like, okay, a B-roll request came in, you can go to uh, both days. And if you're available, I was like, yeah, I'm available. I'll, I'll call up because I love North Carolina too. I'm a North Carolina Tario fan. So I was like, of course I'm going to go. Like, come on. So uh, so I went there. First day was on uh, courtside. Um, fun, fun stuff, get fan reactions, making sure I hit all the B-roll quests I needed to get. And just like watch the game while I was doing it. And it was, it was uh, insane. It was surreal to be there. So I know how how long have you been with with this internship? Probably nine months now. I started uh, September ish, so around nine eight months. Like that. Fingers crossed, you get a full time job out of it. 
hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. We're all hoping for you. Um, <laughs> but within, so pretty much almost a year. So uh, do you have any favorite memories um, besides March Madness or anything else? Do you have any favorite memories from this internship? I mean, so sometimes like they'll need to be a request for like Sixers games and stuff like that. Um, so I'll go cover, they probably need like a picture of like the Bet Rivers bar or something like that. So I did, I, I would take pictures of that or whatever, because I take pictures and video. So I, I knock down both. I try to make myself the most marketable I can be. And, um, and I'd probably say like the two Bulls games I went to, even though we lost, because uh, I'm a Bulls fan, even though we lost, I was, it was still an amazing experience to go to those and like actually work. They even had like a media pass and all that. It was it was it was fun um, to to be there and do that. But other than that, I mean, I'd say like some of the commercials we did because it was like off off site. Like we had to go to some place, do a commercial, set up lights and all that. So those those are always fun shoots to be on to. I know you have your own Instagram page for all the work that you do. Uh, I know you've you've tagged a lot of other athletes and celebrities. Have any of them responded to you? I'm curious about that. Yes, yes. Um, so Shake Millen, uh, one of the 76ers guys, uh, he responded to me and he posted uh, one of my pictures on his story before and he added me. So that was fun. I was like, oh, snap. And then like one of the craziest experiences I've ever had, I was sitting talking to my boss and we were getting ready for like a game plan because there was a couple of theme nights coming up. And I look at my watch and it said Drew, Drew tagged me in a post on Instagram. And that was like the Flyers captain. Like he's like one of the greatest Flyers ever. And I'm like, what? So I asked my the other intern because I didn't know his handle. I was like, uh, what's uh, Drew's handle on Instagram? Because I thought it was a troll. And then I seen it and he, he, he literally posted it and said like this picture is, per is fit. It seemed fitting. Um, and then at, and tagged me in it so I was like wow that's that, I was like sweating I was like oh snap that was that's my real big one I've had but like I mean the North Carolina players they've they've like DM me backs the Flyers players like some of the young guys they'll DM me back and be like thanks awesome pictures and stuff like that um, but yeah that Giroud thing is is definitely a peak for me it's like a rush of adrenaline because obviously a famous person celebrity compared to us everyday people but <laughs> right right <laughs> it's so exciting to see but so i know the work that you've done in cutv it definitely has prepared you for this internship that you that you're at but has that the internship taught you anything else that maybe cutv didn't get the opportunity to do um so working with different cameras like at, at um at cutv i had used mostly canon and stuff like that and i used to just shoot an auto whatever let it rock now it's like they'll they'll throw me on like a commercial or whatever and they'll tell me like what aperture f-stop to use what uh iso like how to actually like what all the different like shutter speed what all those different things mean and like if you're shooting uh 4k 60 go to the shutter speed like 120 just so you can go back like you can slow it down and stuff like that is i don't know it's just a lot of different stuff like technical wise like even lighting setups uh for interviews that was huge um obviously we did the we did the brick squad 20 for 20 so like that interview set up leave, compared, yeah, <laughs> compared to uh compared to what i do now it would it would be so much better lit but um 
yeah, it's just, you know, just the te technical things that uh, you could take away from some of this stuff and like editing, some editing tricks that they teach you, but it's cool. Definitely 20 for 20, that's a staple documentary in CUTV. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Definitely. With, with all the new kids that we have down here, we always show them the old stuff that we did because obviously they don't know what it is. And we show them, it's like, I hope you have 20 minutes to spare or whatever. Right. And right. Definitely, it's a lot of fun to show them all the work that everyone's done in the past. But also, aside from that, so we have CUTV words of wisdom. Maybe you can share some here. Do you have any advice you'd want to share for those who may be trying to follow in your footsteps to maybe land uh, an internship or a job similar to yours? Um, don't stop like applying. Just don't stop applying. Don't stop like just because you get like no responses or anything. Just keep going, keep going because. There's going to be like three teams that hit you up all at once and you're going to have to choose between one of those three. And then it's all going to be like a, a rush. Um, so I say, don't stop applying, keep pushing and, and don't be afraid to make your own brand. Like, cause that's what I try to do with mayor productions is make my own brand, get my, you don't even have to find a niche. You just do what you love to do. Like I love cars. I love sports. I love like people, you know what I mean? So I'll take portraits, I'll take um, athletes pictures, I'll take car pictures, I'll do videos for cars, just do stuff that you love because then um, it'll feel like you're not working. <laughs> well, uh, before we wrap up this interview, Devin, do you have any final words you'd want to say? Um, I mean, just keep pushing, keep pushing. Um, love all you guys at CUTV. I mean, I miss you guys down. Uh, down there and you know probably gonna have to make a live appearance sometime i don't know we gotta get the logistics figured out i gotta call my agent but uh <laughs> but we've yeah we've been trying to get that yeah yeah it, it'll be fun um we'll do it sometime I, i'm sure of it but yeah, yeah. Definitely. definitely i know because how i mentioned normally i mentioned to gary and everyone else who i have for my show and i said oh i'm gonna have Devin on and the one person thought, I'm not going to mention their name, but <laughs> the one person thought you were coming in person. I said, Devin's not coming all the way. I said, not yet, but he's not coming right now. So, right. But, well, other than that, I know one other final thing, how I said at the beginning, you have been on since season one. That was three years ago. And now I'm wrapping up season seven, which is hard to believe. <laughs> um, Insane. A lot can change in three years. <laughs> a lot can change. But any... Uh, other than that, Devin, it's so good to see you. I know, like we said, the door here is always open. And like we said, we need to try to get together if we can. So. Yeah. But all right. Well, Devin, thank you again for being here. And uh, we'll sign off right here. So yeah. uh, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Well, there you have it. Thank you very much again, Devin, for catching up with us. So good to see you. You always know the door is always open for you here at CUTV. If you would like to see more of Devin's work, you can certainly check out his Instagram page at mayor.productions. This is where he's posted some of his absolute best work. You can see some of the pictures that he uh, mentioned in our interview. He has all of his pictures, his reels, anything that you would want to see up on his Instagram page. Again, go give it a follow at mayor.productions. But other than that, we will step aside for another commercial break, and we'll be right back after this. Stay tuned, everybody.
slip it, cuff it, check it. Talk to doctor now and share it. Get it? Slip it, cuff it, check it. High blood pressure silently affects millions of Americans. Staying on top of your blood pressure is as simple as these four easy steps. Self-monitoring is power. Visit manageyourbp.org to learn more. everybody you're still tuned into the season seven finale of Kane's Corner my next guest joined me after driving up from Frostburg University in Maryland for another little CUTV reunion you should all know his name by now Colin Kirkwood <laughs> Colin joined me for a little debriefing on what he's been up to lately also to point out this was Colin's third time on my show it was so good to have him back on the Kane's Corner set after nearly three years but here is my interview with Colin take a look yeah. All right. Well, welcome to a special interview. I have a good friend from who drove all the way up from Frostburg University to be here. So excited. He's been on the show before, but I'm so excited to have him back. Well, welcome in, Colin Kirkwood. Yeah, I was on earlier. It was a lot of fun. I mean, you know, I got to show you around where I work at and all the cool stuff that happens there. But it's nice to be able to be up here and come see you guys all in person again. It's been a long time. Definitely. I know because um, I know you're on season six. I know we just had to catch up, but I know uh, you're up here. Drove all the way up here, but I know the most important thing, uh, I know, see a shiny rock on your finger there? Yeah, a little bit, I guess you could say. I mean, <laughs> is it that noticeable? But... No, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> do you just want to explain? Because I know with, uh, if you just want to explain again what you do at Frostburg and all that stuff and what, what it came to to get this ring that you're wearing. Yeah, so basically everything that I did here up until the point that I graduated essentially transferred over here and I essentially follow around just like I did at CUTV, you know, football, men's and women's basketball. I'm there, homing on the road. Just did a calculation the other day. Get this. Actually, you know what? We'll play a game here and I'll okay. be the one quizzing you. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Take a guess how many miles I went the entire year for football and basketball combined. For uh, Frostburg? Yeah. Um... I don't know, let's go 500. <laughs> Price is right in it, I see, but no. 7,000 miles 7, for two seasons oh up and gosh. back across the entire state from Maryland to Ohio, West Virginia, and everything in between and stuff like that. D.C. Uh -huh. as well, but I mean, you know, it was just a whole lot of fun. And I mean, of course, we had a championship football season at the university, and they were just a group of kids that really went out there, and they knew that they had talent. And, of course, they can't qualify for playoffs mm -hmm. until July 1st of this year. That's when the NCAA probation period from jumping up from Division Three to Division Two ends. Mm -hmm. So this was just a group of kids with a lot of talent who went out there in a conference that's still relatively new, that they haven't played a whole lot of games in, and they said, you know what, we're going to go out there and we're going to run with them, as this is a lot of kids that were recruited to play Division Three football. <laughs> and they came out there and won a conference. Right. So, I mean, a lot of people didn't expect that. It was just awesome to be a part of. It was a great story and just so many great characters and great people to work around on this team. And I was lucky enough to be able to keep a little token of having a championship season. That. And, like, it's just, it's got to be the coolest thing I have. I love that because I know our good friend Danny Beck, he has a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, the Hers, His is definitely ring. way cooler than mine, but still, <laughs> it's cool to have It may, it may well. be a little heavier or something, but it's definitely something to be proud of. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, just being able to see this and have something like a a token of accomplishment, I right. guess is the best way to put it. And there's like a lot of detail on here and just different like small things from the season. Of course, like my name's on it and like it has like a logo from like, you know, the football helmet and stuff right. like that. 
and then it has like the main logo on the front of it. But just being able to be around for a championship season like that, enjoy it, just meet all the people that go into a championship season like right. that, and to be able to tell their stories week mm -hmm. in and week out, I mean, what else can you ask for? I know when you first came, you, when you were showing us the ring, I know you have to wear something else with it so it doesn't slip off your finger. <laughs> yeah, it's a little heavy, so I have like a thing that goes on in the front of it, so that way if like I hold my hand down for too long, it doesn't slide off, but you know, it's just, just keep it safe. You don't right. want to lose it. Exactly. I uh, say, with that, um, I know you're saying, what, you're, you'll wear it during the football season? Yeah, it's probably only going to come out on Saturdays, <laughs> and then maybe special occasions, but other than that, it's going to stay in the box, and I don't I'm going to try you. to keep it in as good shape as I can. I don't blame you. So... I don't know, do you find it lucky or maybe a little coincidental that when you came, obviously, uh, you're able to be a part of a championship season? I mean, I never would have dreamed it at this point. I mean, honestly, just being able to walk right out of school, you know, working with you guys to being able to hop in with a championship team like that. I mean, I'll be completely honest. When I had gotten there, I mean, I looked into the program, but I didn't realize just how much talent that they had on the roster. And mm -hmm. they were a Division three powerhouse for the longest time. They would go deep in the Division three playoffs every year, and then they would end up playing bigger schools like Johns Hopkins and stuff mm -hmm. like that to play at Division Three, But I really think it was the good choice for them to jump up, and I really think they're going to be a problem. And who knows? Maybe someday we'll get a Cal U-Frostburg <laughs> State playoff game. Imagine so. that. I would love that. I know also you said the first time you got to cover lacrosse, yeah. which is something we don't have here. I think it'd be cool. Uh, do you want to explain how all that was? Yeah, I'll tell you what. It took a lot. It took a lot to learn something new. I mean, I had to sit there, and I watched maybe – two games each because they have men's and women's lacrosse mm -hmm. and the rules actually surprisingly are a little bit different compared between the both of them which you really wouldn't think would be a thing right but you know i sat there and i watched and i learned and i even watched a couple of like, games on tv and stuff like that just to try to figure it out and lo and behold i come to find out that apparently i'm actually somewhat decent at lacrosse we're just starting <laughs> it after like what two months ago right but yeah i mean like we got really great feedback from a lot of people who would watch and talk about things like that and say how much they enjoyed watching and i was like well i guess you know i must be doing something right you know we can build up from <laughs> right there. right um so i'm trying to think what else to ask so i know cutv has taught you a lot for what you do right now yeah um i think i had you explain it last time but what what is the basic work day Look like for you i know your schedule varies a lot it varies but i mean in terms of like the way it's going to start when we hit september and things you know the calendar flips over and we start going back into like a typical saturday i'll get up probably about 3 45 4 in the morning mm -hmm. and you know i'll put a coffee on i'll eat breakfast i'll watch whatever it is normally there's the thursday night conference game that happened in the conference and i'll sit down and i'll watch like some highlights of it just to see you know who did what because we might be playing them you know the week after right and uh you know i'll do that finish up breakfast and then i'll leave and if it's a home game i'll head to the field around like 10 30 11 o'clock but if it's an away game we'll go over you know pick up the car get ready to drive wherever it is that we have to go and i know like this year there's going to be a eight and a half hour trip mm -hmm. to go to north carolina and back uh, so that's going to be something that's a whole day trip yeah it's going to be rough. Hopefully, I'm, fingers crossed, we can get a hotel from that, so I don't <laughs> yeah. have to do it off the bat, right. but, you know, still. But, like our know, trip up to St. Anselm a couple years ago. Yeah, just like that, but, <laughs> you know, I hope that we can figure that out. But, you know, I get there, you know, I sit down, go out on the field, I would talk to the coach, and I'm going to talk to the new coach, as they just hired a new coach this year, mm -hmm. because the other one left to go to Division One level, and he's coaching a D1 FCS now in Utah. So they have that, you know, I'll sit down there, I'll talk to some players, I'll talk to the coach stand down there during warm-ups, you know, get any other, like, essential, like, info that I might need, like, you know, 47 is not going to play today, 32, right. stuff like that. Get up to the box, you know, print out the notes that I make. Like, I make my own note sheets, and that ends up being, like, the old stat notes that everybody uses as well that gets mm -hmm. passed out to everybody who comes to watch. Print those out, hand those out, bring them into my own booth, 
sit down, set up our setup. It's obviously not as much as you guys carry because I just have, <laughs> you know, one box. And right. Like, I just set the box down. We have like an HD radio box now that we work with. Okay. HD radio. I know it sounds weird, but high definition <laughs> sound. But, right. you know, sit down, set that up, get ready, and then just kind of sit up there and enjoy the view. I mean, I'm so lucky to have a box like that to be able to sit up there and just enjoy. And Definitely. like have something soundproof like that. I mean, I couldn't have asked for anything more than that. You know, sit there, wait, talk to the guy who's doing the games with me and whatnot, get ready to start, mm-hmm. go through, and just like that, you start at 1, I guess you could say, and then boom, just when you look at the clock again, it's like 5.45, right. and the game's over, and we're right. going to a post-game show. Right. But a lot of stuff goes into the road games, obviously a lot more, because I think the, the shortest trip we made last year was like an hour and 30 minutes. Okay. And then you have eight-hour trips eight at your longest, so I mean, there's no right. really in-between. That's the thing about this industry. Be prepared for very long yeah, it's days. There's going to be a lot of long days. There's going to be a lot of travel. I don't think people realize that. I know, you know? literally. So uh, would you have any advice that you would want to share for anybody that may be trying to land a job similar to yours or maybe get anywhere in this industry? It's a good question. But yeah, take everything that you can get your hands on. It might seem like something small at the time, but if you go out there and you do a great job in front of somebody and they're like, wow, you know, this person did a great job. I know X, Y, and Z is looking for somebody to come do this at this place. Right. What if I tell them about you? And then that's how things like that work. And it just keeps on going and going. You meet more people. And now, I mean, just like I got from there and just from seeing conference members that work at the Mountain East Conference, now mm-hmm. I've been picked up for my second championships for the conference. So like I did acro and tumbling championships not that long ago, which okay. is still relatively new in the sports okay. world. Yeah. Did that because they wanted me to come down and do it because they don't really have anybody else in the conference that does it the way that I do it. Right. And then also that, I'm picking up softball this weekend. So I'm going to go down to the neutral site and do softball all weekend for them and work around the people, you know, the conference commissioner and all those other things. So you just never know who's watching and you never know who's going to give you what. Definitely. Does So uh, would you say, do you get the summers off or... Or how, how does all that work? You do, you do and you don't. I mean, there's some stuff that I want to work on. Like, there's, like, footage, and I want to get, like, things built up that I can use and have, like, you know, exposés, I guess the best way to put it, and just, like, little stories about people that are part of the team and whatnot and just be okay. able to show those during, like, halftime and whatnot. And, I mean, I'll start that after I take, like, a nice two and a half weeks off, just sit back, <laughs> go do right. something, and, you know, decompress. But, like, other than that, I mean, there's still some stuff to be done. Definitely. Well, before we wrap up, do you have any... Final words you'd want to say? Yeah, thanks for having me on again. I mean, it's always nice to be able to come here. I enjoyed it the first time, and it's nice to be on the set this time. And I the beautiful on- set design. <laughs> I mean, look at this. I would say it's total redesign, because I know last time you were on set. That I was, was dressed as Doug. Season- <laughs> that, and I remember season one. I mean, heck, that was season two. So that was almost three years ago. It was three years ago. But yeah, it's just crazy how fast time flies or how Get ready for change. the next season next year. Definitely. But all right, well, Colin, thank you very much for stopping by. I know definitely means a lot to us. Thanks as always. I appreciate it. Always welcome up here anyway. But thank you again, Colin, for trekking up here to partake on my show. I really appreciate it. Colin, you also know the doors are open at CTV for you whenever it is needed. But other than that, we'll take another commercial break, and we will be right back after this. Stay tuned. You're watching Kate's Corner on CTV.
back to the show, everybody. As we wrap up Season 7 today, I wanted to take a look back at what I've done this past season. So I created a fun little video that showcases my top five favorite moments from this season. Let's watch, shall we? Take a look. Hi everybody and welcome into a brand new episode of a brand new season of Caton's Corner on CUTV. As always, I'm your host, Tom Caton. Welcome to the season seven premiere of Caton's Corner. I find it extremely hard to believe that uh, we're entering my seventh season here of the show, but uh, here we are. <laughs> the first show premiered almost three years ago on February 22nd, 2019. And not only do I hold the record for the second longest running show on CUTV, but if you were to tell me that this show would run for as long as it has, I probably wouldn't believe you because uh, this show allegedly ended after season five last year, but later relaunched uh, last semester. So let's take a moment and talk about food. Everyone loves food and we all eat it to survive. But did you know that certain foods we each can either add or subtract time off your life. <laughs> we all know our eating habits play a vital role in our health, but some foods could either make us live longer or not live longer. This is real, I'm not kidding. The University of Michigan conducted a study to find out how many minutes certain foods can either add or subtract from your life. This study researched 5,800 foods and looked at more than 6,000 different factors to evaluate the risk level that comes with eating that food. Now, if you want to increase your life expectancy, let's go over the foods that uh, were researched and can potentially add minutes to your life. We have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that can add 33 minutes to your life. Certain seafoods can add up to 48 minutes. Sardines can add 82 minutes. Salted peanuts can add 26 minutes. Most fruits, veggies, and I can never pronounce this word, legumes, <laughs> can add anywhere from two to 30 minutes to your life. And for all you coffee uh, drinkers, uh, it says if you drink at least two cups of coffee each day, it can potentially add up to two years on your life, which is good for me. <laughs> so all you coffee enthusiasts, you're in luck. But unfortunately, there's food out there that can subtract time from your life as well. Uh, let's go over those foods. If you enjoy hot dogs, <laughs> you may not know this, but for each hot dog you eat, it can take 36 minutes off your life, which means I've taken several years off of my life. <laughs> a slice of pizza can take seven minutes. Corned beef can take a whopping 71 minutes off your life. And other unhealthy foods like hamburgers, sugary drinks, and breakfast sandwiches have also made the list related to losing time from your life expectancy. And lastly, this is pretty much a given. The fast food industry grosses more than $100 billion each year, but certain food items from their menus can possibly take up to 10 years off your life. So, <laughs> so I guess you need to be careful for what you eat. Never have I ever bought something extravagant. Extravagant? Yes. Anyone who knows me. <laughs> like today, these shoes. <laughs> Other stuff. Uh, too much. Uh, anything specific that you bought extravagant? I mean, I bought an iPad on a whim. <laughs> yeah. Right when I got my credit card, I was like, I need an iPad. I love that. I mean, not really. I just, you know, when you said that, I just remember my 
cost of my prom dresses in high school. It's like, did I really need that? Mm -hmm. Did I really need that? Probably not. It's crazy because I I only went to prom, speaking of that, I only went to prom like (laughs) my senior year. Yeah. I think at most I only spent, like for me and my day, we only spent like a couple hundred. I heard some of these girls, they're spending several hundred dollars. You don't want to (laughs) know. You don't want to know. Several hundred dollars on their prom dress. I'm like, unless they decide to wear it next year, but you don't want to be seen in the same dress. No. Absolutely not. Never. No. That's, that's like my personal rule here on my show. Don't be seen in the same outfit twice unless a, unless a significant amount of time has passed. <laughs> I, I agree. And before we get the show started today, there is a reason for celebration as we film today's show, and it's February 24th. Two days ago, on February 22nd, marked the three-year anniversary of the first ever premiere of Caden's Corner. My show is now three years old. It's a toddler, and I can't believe that. It was on February 22nd, 2019, when the season premiere episode of Caden's Corner was launched on CUTV. Now, saying I was nervous that day was a total understatement. I was extremely nervous and terrified to step in front of the camera for the first time ever during my time as a crew member here in CUTV. I worked behind the camera multiple times, but this was my first time getting in front of the camera. And I knew what to expect, but I did let my nerves get the best of me a little bit on that day we filmed. Uh, Furthermore, I can gladly say my opening monologues have improved over the last three years. I'm not saying that my monologues were ever bad. I just was not as fully prepared back then in the early days on the show (laughs) compared to how I am today. Speaking of opening monologues and... Uh, with me celebrating the three-year anniversary of the launch of my show. I figured now is a perfect time to look back and reminisce on the very first monologue I ever delivered on Caden's Corner. Take a look. Hi, everybody. Welcome into a brand new show here on CUTV. I'm your host, Tom Caton, and you are all tuning into the very first official episode of Caden's Corner. It's going to be a talk show-based program here on CUTV. I'm looking forward to it. I've always been behind the scenes on CUTV, running camera or doing something else, but this is my first time taking over a show here on CUTV. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited, and it's going to be a great day. There you go. It's crazy to see how many things change in the course of three years. My sets, my look, my hairdos, (laughs) you name it. A lot of things have changed on the show during the last three years and seven seasons, but I am grateful for delivering the show to all of you, and it brings me nothing but joy and happiness. Anyway, for today's game, I'm introducing a new game. I don't know why, it was the first thing that came to mind, but uh, this game revolves around the idea of phobias, or fears as it's commonly known. Uh, There are hundreds of phobias out there. Some are common, while others are outrageous to believe. But believe it or not, they do exist. A phobia is the irrational fear of something that is unlikely to cause harm to someone. So here's how the game goes. The name of a phobia will pop up on the screen and we'll have Hannah and Caitlin try to guess what that <laughs> phobia is. Plain and simple, some phobias are easy to figure out, while others may not be so easy to figure out. I think it'll be fun. I guess we'll see if you guys suffer from any of these phobias as well. I got this. <laughs> but all right, let's go ahead and play. I'm going to win. All right, first one. And some of these phobias I had to phonetically spell out because they are impossible to see. Like this first one here, arachibutyrophobia. Arachibutyrophobia. Well, see, that, that sounds like it's starting like spiders. Is it like tarantulas? 
Is it like more? Is it centipedes? Is it is the fear seeing your it's centipede in your bedroom? Because the <laughs> the arach is like the spider, right? Like arachnophobia. Is arachnophobia? This, this is arach. This ha I'll give you a hint. It has nothing to do with spiders or insects. Well, then what's the? If point you have tennis. <laughs> Fear of what? Tennis. Tennis. Arachnophobia. Oh. <laughs> fear of tennis, okay. Can we have a hint? Uh, it's the fear of some type of food. Bananas. Mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, okay, Hannah's in the right direction. Ketchup? It's a... Mustard. Not a... That was not dressing. <laughs> is, is it, is it like, a, like a dip or like a spread? Butter. Close. Margarine. Margarine. <laughs> what other kind of butter is out there? What? Plant-based peanut butter. butter. It's the oh, fear of peanut butter. The fear of peanut butter. Or, so, are people who are allergic to peanuts have that? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well, so all Margarine. so all all together, it's the fear of peanut butter. But I looked up uh, the more specific. It's the fear of peanut butter getting stuck to the roof of your mouth. Oh, that is the <laughs> worst. That's, yeah, that's actually. So logical. I can understand that. Yeah. I can understand that. Well, there you go, my top five favorite moments from this season. You know, it was rather difficult to choose which moments or which interviews I liked the best and wanted to put, wanted to put them in this video because I really enjoyed every moment from this season. But other than that, I know I'm definitely looking forward to the future seasons of Kate's Corner that lie ahead. All right, we are going to take another commercial break, and when we return, we'll play a game before signing off for the semester. We'll be right back, everybody. Legit American Wrestling is on CUTV. With hard-hitting action, new faces, and fan favorites, as well as great matchups, you don't want to miss an episode every Thursday at 5 p.m. and replays on Sundays at 6 p.m. As the race to crown the first world champion, LAW returns to the Pretzel Arena April 23rd at 7 p.m. Tickets on sale now. Pre-order is $10 and $15 on the day of the show. For more information, message LEW on their Facebook page. Fans, if you want to be part of the action or raise money for your school club or organization and bring the action to your town, message us on Facebook or give us a call at the number on your screen. LAW and you is an unbeatable tag team. Don't forget to follow our social media for updates and more. Don't miss Legit American Wrestling. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We have time for one more segment uh, before we sign off, and it's time to play a game. I am joined with two great guys, Peyton and Matt. Both their first time making an appearance. Well, Matt's first time. Peyton, you've been here before, but <laughs> this is your first time sitting down with me. You should all be very honored to be here. <laughs> I am very honored to be here. It's been a while, but finally making my debut on the show. Love that. Love that, Matt. Always good to see you as well. Um, so, the game I planned today is a classic game. I always have so much fun playing this game, so we're going to play Never Have I Ever. Basically, how this game works, I'll ask a question in the form of a Never Have I Ever statement, and we will answer accordingly with these nifty little signs that I have. One side says I have, the other says I have never. Try to keep it clean. We can be uncensored when the cameras go off. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, let's go ahead and play. So, the first one. Never have I ever done something dangerous. Probably not. 
I know. I have not. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Okay, I'm a good person here. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to explain yourself, Peyton? We'll start with you. You know, college kid. We'll leave it at that. Anything's dangerous when you're a college kid? Yeah. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> uh, Matt, do you have anything to say? Uh, probably same as Peyton, college kid. Uh, definitely went around the neighborhood a little too much, visiting houses like on New Year's Eve. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> After midnight, going around, having fun. You can tell me the real stories off camera. <laughs> but, oh, right. Oh, I lost my card there for a sec. Hold up. Next one. Never have I ever dined and dashed. I really want to, though. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Food is expensive, but I know you can't. Try to be a good person. Set good examples. I've definitely thought about it. Many if we left restaurants and went, I could just oh, like, walk right past. 100%. Oh, I've literally. thought about it. Like, they wouldn't notice. <laughs> like, excuse me. Uh, yeah. Literally, though. All right, next one. Never have I ever impossibly bought something. Oh. I literally just did during the commercial break. Um. <laughs> I was, on, I was on my phone and I bought some more shoes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> to add to my collection. Well, literally we were showing those videos and I have breaks in between a commercial break. Okay, I'm going on my phone. And I saw these shoes I really liked and I bought them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, I really don't need any more. Because I already know I have too many pairs of shoes, but I figured what the heck, add to the collection. I can't say anything. I've bought jerseys on impulse. So probably, yeah. I know I, <laughs> our good friend Doug, I think he's probably the king of impossibly buying oh, one, jerseys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Some of the jerseys he has bought, I can't believe it. I love he it. has a lot of jerseys. Do you know how many he has? <sighs> more than me. <laughs> Way more than how many, me. <laughs> how many do you have? I lost track. <laughs> 20, over 20, over 30? I, not over 30. Okay. I'd say probably around 20, though. Okay. I, I can just imagine Doug having like a hundred at mm -hmm. least oh, yeah. <laughs> minimum. <laughs> he has a lot of racks in the closet of just jerseys. I believe it. I believe it. Matt, what have you bought? Um, I've definitely just went through a store, like just walking around a mall or something, and impossibly bought something. Those are all textbooks as well. Probably bought about seven of them. Don't need <laughs> six of them. So. Right. Right. All right. Next one. Never have I ever gotten stitches. I had to. Once. Didn't you get anyone who got your wisdom teeth taken out? Mm -mm. No. I got the dissolvable stitches. That was the only time. That would be the only time I have to get stitches. <laughs> but it's, it's not fun. It was the best 45-minute sleep I ever got in my life when they knocked <laughs> me out <laughs> to take out my wisdom teeth. Am I the only one that got stitches from wisdom teeth? I, I still have mine. Yeah, Sam. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I've never gotten stitches. I heard that you have to get your wisdom teeth out taken, though, most of the time. Mm -mm. I don't maybe. think so. Maybe. I wasn't really asked about that until like I was 17. To okay. be honest, maybe in like two years. I might have to have them taken out. I was saying, because I got I mine out like the summer of 2015. Me and my sister got them out at the same time. And my sister, she, they uh, did hers first. She was back there for over two hours because her, her I guess it said her teeth, I don't know, her wisdom teeth were just like impacted so much. So like... And I'm sitting out in the waiting room. I'm already nervous because it's literally my first surgery ever. And it only took me like 45 minutes. <laughs> but literally, like I said, it was the, that's the best sleep you ever get with anesthesia. <laughs> and the last one, never have I ever slept with the lights on after watching a scary movie. I know I have. <laughs> I love a good nightlight. 
I'm, yes, I'm 22 and I still use a nightlight. I don't care. <laughs> I'm trying to think. This, I know when I was younger, I know scary movies traumatized me a lot. I mean, they don't really do that much now, but what are your thoughts on that? I'm not, I don't like scary movies, so I just don't watch them. <laughs> I feel safer watching them in the daytime. <laughs> yeah, if I had to watch a scary movie, it's definitely going to be during the daytime, yeah, but I just literally. don't watch them. <laughs> I have definitely watched scariest movies with friends, mm -hmm. and like, you know, you're just there watching it with them, and you silently like, oh, let me just touch this text message, and then you just look up the movie real quick. Yeah. I've definitely read like a Wikipedia summary of the movie, <laughs> going like, right. Okay, so that happens. I'm prepared for when that head is cut off. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I love that. Oh, oh like, because I know sometimes when I'm watching a movie, I'll pull up Wikipedia or that IMDb. I'm like, cause sometimes I may not understand it right away, but then I, I just, when I'm reading it, sometimes I spoil it for myself. I'm like, well, okay, at least I know it's coming, mm -hmm. but oh well. But well, other than that, I know, Matt, you're one of our graduating seniors coming up. Are you excited? Nervous for graduation? Uh, a little bit of both. Excited to keep doing, uh, see what life has for me, but uh, you know, nervous about what that means and uh, starting a new life and missing everything here. Do we see grad school in the future? <laughs> um, I hope not, but uh, I think if Gary has any control, oh, yeah. you never know. He <laughs> He's going to have you he here for another control. five more years, maybe even ten if you're lucky. <laughs> we'll just take over for him. Yeah, that's his hope. You and I just take over and just keep doing it. Take over CTV. But, well, other than that, I see we're out of time for today. And not only does that conclude this episode, but in fact, it does conclude the entire season, season seven of Kane's Corner overall. I would like to thank all my guests from today, Devin, Colin, uh, Peyton, and Matt. I'd like to thank all of you for watching as well. And a big thank you goes out to everyone working in the control room. Don't forget, you can stay up to date with everything happening in the media suite. Make sure you follow CUTV, WCAL, and Cal Times on all of its social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page, CUTV Sports One, so you'll never miss out on any of our content. You've only heard me, Peyton, and other people say that a million times by now. <laughs> <laughs> but this is normally the part of the show where I say I'll be back with another episode in two weeks, but that's not the case because we're leaving for our summer break within the next couple of days, and we are very excited for it. But don't worry, like I said at the top of the show, Kane's Corner is being renewed for season eight, and will premiere on CTV Sports 1 sometime this fall, sometime in September to be exact. Also, please remain safe and responsible over the summer, so that way we can all see you again later this fall. Get crazy, but not too crazy. <laughs> and again, congratulations and best of luck to all of our graduating se senior media suite members, but also allow me to extend a celebratory congratulations to all other graduating Cali students as well. Best of luck in all your future endeavors, wherever the road takes you. But other than that, that's all for today. So until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, stay responsible, have a great summer break, and as always, stay beautiful. Bye, everybody. Thank you. <laughs>